And welcome back to another edition of the State Champs Power Play Podcast presented by National Coney Island. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Belegian. Sean, how are you today? Fantastic, John. A pleasure to be here uh, chatting high school puck with you again. We're going to recap last week's top games. You were at the Livonia-Stevenson-Trenton game yeah. on Friday night. Playoff atmosphere. Just your thoughts on that game. Well, it, it was pretty much exactly what I thought. It, it could have gone either way. Um, the final score was 4-2, to two, but... Uh, Livonia Stevenson got a uh, Bonet empty netter from about 170 feet. <laughs> so, um, you know, the, the score was a little closer than one might imagine. I, I think the top players that, that you expect to show up in games like that, they showed up. I mean, Drew Welsh was outstanding. Uh, he ended up with a goal and assist. And in a 3-2 game, uh, Will Trage made just an outstanding uh, read on a save, uh, moving slide to side, uh, post to post. So it was it was pretty much what you would would expect from two of the best teams in, in Division Two. It, it's uh, it's fun. Stevenson Trenton is fun. It really is, and it it's been that way for quite some time now. And on Friday, also Plymouth beat Heartland four to one. Plymouth could be the one that could be playing Trenton in the quarterfinals the way we were just talking off air. I don't think that I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Plymouth beat anybody I mean I I know we touched on this last week I think this is coach Vento's best team and and he's it's been a process for him uh putting the Wildcats together but I I think this is his best team and I I think they've shown it you know they gave Stevenson all they could handle they they lost by a goal about about a month ago now but you know going out and beating Heartland the way they did Plymouth is loaded man don't don't sleep on Plymouth at all and Tell us about that first-round matchup now from what you've been hearing from the coaches. Well, it, what what frustrates me is when, when you take a look at the pre-regions, um, the very first game in Division II in, in that pre-region is Livonia-Stevenson playing Plymouth, and the winner plays Canton. Um, now, I don't care what coach you are, I and, and if you're a coach and you're listening to this. Um, or, I, or I, watching. Or watching this as well. <laughs> or if you're a player, this – isn't good for the game that we love. No. This is not good. And something has to be done. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't have all the answers, nor do I claim to have all the answers. But whether it be um, seeding pre-regions or seeding after the regionals, whatever the case may be, when you have arguably, now arguably, I'm not yeah. saying this definitively, yeah. arguably the best team in Division Two playing the second best team, in Division Two, in the very first game of the tournament, there's something wrong with that picture. If we're to grow this game, um, I, I I think we should avoid things like that. And we've talked about it before. This is a good chance, I think, John, to talk about it. You know, from the UP standpoint, whether it be Markham, whether it be you know Dan, it doesn't matter who it is. The the fact that arguably some of the best teams in Division Three have to do the same thing almost in a year-in, year-out basis, something's wrong with the system when you have a scenario like that. Or when CC and Norfolk first game, I remember in 08. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And 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 that's, listen, and, and that's why I say this isn't this isn't a Houghton thing. No. This isn't a Calumet thing. This isn't a, a Hancock thing. This isn't a Vento thing. This isn't a Plymouth thing, a Stevenson thing, a, a Mitchell thing. This should be something that everybody... Everybody that holds high school hockey near and dear to their heart should look at and go, 
This is wrong. Yeah. Because I think if you ask the coaches out there, too, who are the best teams in, in Division Two right now? Somebody might say Rice, and I'm not going to argue too mm-hmm. much with them. Forestals NEs had a, a nice run, and I think they've got a good team. Coach Gadwa, he's Gadwa, he's been getting it done for a long time. But I think you could say right now, as we sit here today, January twenty third, I think Stevenson and Plymouth are, are one and two. There's something wrong with the with the entire system when that's the first game of the playoff. That that that's sad, and it's a loss for all of us that are trying to tell people, John, and, and you're a guy that's part of it, yeah. how good this product is. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 inexplainable to me. It really is. And I know that the coaches have got as far with the MHSA with the seating plan, but then it got shut down. Do you feel sooner or later it's going to change, or is it just going to be the status quo? Well, you know, allegedly it's it's the coaches that make the decisions. If Just as somebody standing from the outside looking in, I personally feel that the coaches really have to keep on the MHSAA by that because – the MHSAA basically says, well, we work for you. Well, if all the coaches say we have to do something about that, why isn't it getting done? No. That that would be that would be my question. Okay, now now where can we pass the buck to? If all the coaches come out and say, you know, look, there is something wrong with it being this way. That's the thing I can't figure out is is okay, well then why is the MHSAA saying no to things like this. And, uh, John, you know, and I think a lot of times people make it o- almost personal, and I would hope that anybody knows me. This this isn't personal to anybody anywhere. I'm appealing to one's common sense here. Yeah. If, if we all want to grow the game, then we have to understand that having arguably one and two or one and three playing in the first round of Division three or Division two or yeah. Division one, whatever division, yeah. that's wrong. This isn't a good guy, bad guy thing. This isn't calling anybody out. This is appealing to the coaches out there who allegedly have the power and, and appealing to the MHSAA that if, if there's something, a consensus, that the coaches come up with and present to you, by all means, pass it. This is this is wrong. This is wrong. And I remember last year when Brother Rice beat Forest Hills, Northern Eastern in the finals, everyone thought something has to change here. Well, and, and, and you know— I, I, no fault— Forest Northern Eastern for getting it. into the finals. You nailed but it. The mood in that stands was like this shouldn't have never been the state final. Heartland Brother Rice should have been in the state finals or Heartland, you know, Whomever. Stevenson. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 like you, I'll I'll add this is not disrespectful to Forest Hills NE. Um, this is not dis- Remember, I'll, I'll go back a couple of years earlier. How many people thought that Romeo? Yeah. What Romeo doesn't belong here? Oh my goodness! Well, we saw what happened, and and you know what? I I think when you when you take a look at what Forest Hills uh, NE has done, you know, sooner or later they're going to break the seal. This has nothing to do with them. I think sometimes people take it personally, and this is why I'm saying peel all the layers away. Okay. This has nothing to do with your school. This has nothing to do with your – this is common sense stuff. Yep. We can make this better. I understand that you can't ask, say, um, Marquette to drive down to Forest Hills Northeast. I understand that you can't get um, Marquette to drive down uh, to play Trenton. I get that, okay? Yep. There has to be a better way than having not just – Two of the best teams in Division Two. I think if you ask coaches around the, I think Livonia Stevenson and Plymouth are two of the best teams yep. in the state, regardless of division. So something has to be done about it. And 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 again, I don't. 
Sometimes, John, you know as well as I do, somebody's going to take this as a shot. As the good Lord is my witness, this isn't a shot at anybody or anything. This is an appeal to common sense. This is an appeal to, um, this is a great game. And it's things like this and the circumstance that you brought up that make people think, what are those guys doing? And I, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I know you, you touch on the travel, but don't these teams, they're going to the UP during Absolutely. the regular season. You can make Marquette and Livonia Stevenson a quarterfinal in Midland or somewhere like that. They will travel. That's what the coaches I've talked to, they said, no matter wherever the game is, we'll be there. Well, and, and I think, again, you have to change with the time. John, that's such a great point. Guys are going to play up for the Miners' Cup. Uh, guys are going up to Gaylord to play at the, uh, the tournament up there. Uh, I, I think Traverse City Central and Traverse City West, uh, Coach Givens has you know, done such a great job up there, but he's, he's hosted you know the tournament up in Traverse City. You see all the teams coming down for the showcase. Calumet. You know, we were talking about Calumet. I'm going to use Calumet as an example to what you're saying. Calumet has really taken on an anybody anywhere. So if you look at Calumet's record right now, you're probably they're six nine and one right right now, but they're playing Brighton or Chillicks exactly in in Cranbrook exactly. So that's why dig a little deeper and you'll find out this is a darn good team, and it's not just who they played; it's it's how tough they played them. And I'll use Cranbrook. I mean, Cranbrook's the same way. Well, Cranbrook right around five hundred. Cranbrook could beat anybody on any given night. You drop the puck, Cranbrook can play with anybody anywhere. So to me, it's dig a little deeper. And John, uh, Granville's another example. You know, Coach Brazil said, okay, I'll come play Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll come. You, all right, you want me to come play Northville? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll come play Northville. So that, to me, John, what you brought up, you're exactly right. That's, that's archaic thinking. Mm. Well, we're off to a very, very strong start <laughs> here of the Power Play podcast presented by National Coney Island. Uh, just briefly, quick, Country Day, they beat Allen Park 4-2 to two last Friday, and then they beat Birmingham Unified, your favorite team. They beat 3-0. <laughs> you know, we presented a challenge to them sure. to beat Country Day, get in the rankings, but, you know, hey, down the road, you know. Well, that's that's exactly it, you know, and, and I, I, love, I love the story of teams like BU. I, I love the story like that because, you know, unfortunately, you have so many people kind of, you know, get, raise the eyebrow and everything. I think it's a great story. Keep winning. Country Day's legitimate. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I was joking with a few of the coaches at the hub. I said, you guys got smart because you were listening to John and I, and you ranked Country Day. So um, yeah, uh, I, I noticed that when I looked yeah, at it. Isn't that amazing how that works out? No. Hmm. Don't tell me you guys weren't watching. <laughs> I joke, I kid. I, I, I hope you guys all know that. But, um, yeah, Sam Avola continues to be a great story. I mean, it just, um, you know, again, his numbers. When you're talking about numbers – under a goal a game and a save percentage well over 950. Um, it's it's absolutely absurd what he's doing. And Yellow Jackets are are, are, are very intriguing and a, a well-deserved spot, in, in my humble opinion, not only in our top 25, but in our top 20. And Alpina beat Gaylord 4-3. In the game I was at last week, Detroit Catholic Central uh, beat Brother Rice 3-2 in overtime. We talked about last week in the podcast about Brendan West, and I saw it firsthand. Wow. He's phenomenal. Uh, it was it was funny. I was talking to uh, a coach sh- that shall remain nameless, uh, but he was talking to me uh, about West, and the one thing that he he touched on is something that you and I both talked about. It isn't just the goals; it's the everything. It's the leadership. It's the you know they needed to pick me up in that game. By all accounts, you yeah. were there, yeah. and and he scored uh, you know the two goals to 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 force overtime and everything. And it goes back to what Coach Kalanicki said. You know he. You ask him to do something, he's there at, at, at 
all areas of the ice, and that's a beautiful thing. Brother Rice. I know we, we talked about Stevenson, Plymouth, Trenton, yep. Celine. Yep. From what I saw from Brother Rice, don't count them out in Division Totally two. legitimate. Absolutely, totally legitimate. And, and that's going to be interesting because one side of the bracket in Division Two, whoever comes out of that side of the bracket, I mean, you're talking about basically everybody outside of Forest Hills, NE, Marquette, and Heartland, and, and Davison. I mean, you've got all the big boys on one side of the bracket. So, no, I, I'm with you there. I mean, it's we touched on this last week. Brother Rice had a nice little win streak put together and and nearly knocked off Catholic Central. Yeah. And it, it's funny because um, I, I had a coach um, who who basically said to me the same thing that we were talking about, wondering aloud if, if Catholic Central is going to lose this year. It's not easy to go through – uh, high school hockey unbeaten. Yep. I mean, it is. Well, well, they're they, just they, too they, many good teams. Well, they, they haven't lost to a team in Michigan. In Michigan, yep. yeah. They lost Absolutely. to Culver the first two games and yep. then been on this. On that note, let's go to the top games of the week. Speaking of CC, we touched on Trenton earlier. They play on Wednesday night down in Trenton. We talked about Stevenson and Trenton being a, the, a good hockey rivalry now, but we feel Trenton CC is the best hockey rivalry in the state of Michigan. Oh, it's great! It's a, it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and and I'll tell you what, Trenton to me is the type of team that that could knock off Catholic Central. Mm-hmm. I think you need good goaltending. I, I think uh, you need good depth, and certainly CC is going to have the advantage of just about anybody. But uh, Trenton's goalie is is not getting enough credit, in in my humble opinion. Boy, you should have seen this glove save he made uh, to keep it 3-2 against Stevenson. I mean, Stevenson did a great job. They broke into the zone as a three-on-two, and this kid um, robbed one of the forwards. So uh, that's going to be a dandy. It's 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 going to be a dandy, and and you know how it is when you go down there, the Trojan pit and everything. Oh yeah, the Trojan pit. It's a it's a it's a pretty cool atmosphere. The game that I'm going to be at, it's going to be Heartland at Norfield. That's also going to be on Wednesday. It's going to be the main event on State Champs. You know me, I got to get the plug in there, there right? Go, he's he's solid. He's it, Sean Kidd. It's going to be Sunday. You know, you can see the highlights on Sunday at 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. Norfield's on a two-game losing streak, you know, and Heartland did lose to Plymouth on Friday. The winner of this game, I feel like this game is a pick-me-up, you know, momentum builder for the for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, I saw Northville last week, and Franklin gave them all they could handle. Northville won uh, two to one, but there are two teams in Heartland and Northville that that haven't won uh, in in a couple of games. Of course, Heartland had a tie, and then they lost to Plymouth. And Northville's been um, on a roll of one goal games for a while, mm-hmm. and they're two and two in those one goal games. I I think it, at the end of the day, this is a a great measuring stick for both of them. You know, even though one is in Division One, the other the, the other obviously in Division Two. I, I, I like your pick-me-up. Uh, you know, uh, all yeah. right, I think this is going to catapult one, and we'll see how the other one react. I mean, two outstanding coaches, but uh, that's that's one that uh, you, you you put a circle around, and I know a guy that might make his way to Northville uh, for that as well, Novi Ice Arena, as it were, for that game tomorrow well, night. Well, it is a 545 game. Yeah, I, I, I know a guy that knows that it's a 545 game and lives <laughs> five minutes away without giving any names out there. <laughs> On Thursday night, we we go to the OAA Red Division. Rochester Stony Creek, who leads the OAA Red Division, they yeah. take on Lake Orion. And you have talked with Nick Field, and he feels very good about this team. Yeah, you know, and, and they they nearly got themselves ranked. I think we had Stony Creek ranked um, a couple weeks in. Uh, Stony Creek got off to a 7-1 and start, 
and, and they're uh, I think three and four since then. But um, they're an intriguing watch, and and they were part of the reason they were they were on our our first uh, rankings, if I'm not mistaken. Lake Orion came really close last week to get in, but uh, they just missed it. But a, a game like this, you know, I'll use your term again, a good measuring stick. It, it really is. And as we've talked about, I, I think sometimes that area gets a little overlooked. There's some good hockey being played out there. You know, we talk about Ike. I think uh, RU has has a good mm-hmm. team. And, uh, you know, Dakota's a team that can jump up and get you. So um, that that's going to be one that I'm intrigued at myself. And we go to the west side of the state on Friday. We have Grand Rapids Forest Northern Eastern, the defending Division II state finalists, going up against East Grand Rapids, nine and six, eight and seven. But once again, another measuring stick, month away from the playoffs. Yeah, and you know these two teams met back in in December. It was a, a, a five four game. Um, East Grand Rapids has won a couple games in a row. Uh, Forest Hills NE, I had them in the rankings, and then, I, John, right off the top of my head, I can't remember if it was a four or five game losing streak. We took them out, but now they're on another win streak again. And and look, this is a team that um, I don't think anybody has to talk them up because when you make it to USA Hockey Arena, I don't care what area of the, the the state you come from when you make it to USA Hockey Arena you're doing something right mm-hmm. and, and so uh, Coach Bissett and uh, they've they've been out there a couple of years in a row and they're looking to, to do it again so that's going to be a good one EGR is 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 kind of hoping to do the same thing you know they want to get on the map uh, much like Granville's got on the map and uh, Forest Hill Central although they're having a little bit of a down year you know some of those teams out on the west side that that have made some noise and gone and beat teams from all over the state and finally, on Saturday, we have we go to the UP Kingsford at Calumet, nine and five Kingsford against you know we talked earlier about Calumet. They're six nine and one, but look who they have played. Absolutely, and you know the Flivers are a good story this yeah. year too. They they really are. These two teams played uh, as well back in December. It was it was four one Calumet, uh, but Kingsford's coming off a a, a win. It was against Houghton, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was their last time out. That was a big win, and at Houghton as well. So, uh, listen, Calumet, as as you just touched on, I think they're going to be dangerous for anybody. You know, it's 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 unfortunate that they're going to have to play Hancock so early on or play Houghton so early on, but I think they're dangerous for anybody. If you come out of there, if you come out of that UP bracket, you're going to the USA and, Hockey Arena, and you know you can beat anybody as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, you really can. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I I told you, I've always um, I've joked about this with, with Coach Mitchell from Livonia Stevenson. Wouldn't it be great to take a road trip one time? Come mm. on, let's go road trip. Yep. We're gonna go watch Kingsford take on Calumet, <laughs> and then we're gonna blow over to Escanaba to watch them play Sault Ste. Marie. Whatever the case may be, I, I would love to do something like that because it really, really is. Um, a, a fun and an outstanding brand of hockey up in the UP. I don't know about right now with the snow. Yeah, they're, 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 like, getting, they're getting a little bit of snow. Well, you know, I, I do. I we're, do. we're complaining about the rain down here in Metro Detroit. Yeah. They're getting like a foot. Well, you know, I have the F-150 now, so I can put that baby in four-wheel drive and we'll be okay. <laughs> You're watching and listening to the State Champs Power Play podcast. It's presented by National Coney Island. We're going to talk about the player of the year that is also presented by National Coney Island. Get this, Sean, over 15,000 total votes so wow. far. 
Thank you. That really, thank you. It's uh, it's outstanding. And as we said, your vote, your votes don't go for naught. Um, obviously, uh, the the leading getter. We're gonna, you know, move him on and everything. Uh, that's uh, the fan vote and all that. But John, I think one of the cool things, and I know you wanted to touch on this. It's amazing. Everywhere that I've gone to in the last gosh week and a half since we kind of brought this up every game that i've gone to i've had uh, a fan a parent a coach somebody say you have to think about this guy you have to think about that guy and you know i think this is you know perfect time for me to remind everybody this isn't john kidd's list this isn't sean belegian's list nope. this isn't our list this is a list that that really we take very very seriously and and we take kind of a coach's consensus in regards to things so that doesn't mean that somebody still can't jump on the list at, yep. the, at this juncture but I, you know hey, i'll put it to you this way drew welsh wasn't on the list nope. to start the season nope. and drew welsh is now and rightfully so i might add so uh, really, any of your suggestions and the coaches out there, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, feel free to reach out to John. And that doesn't mean that we're going to get him on there. I, I, I hope you can no. respect that. But um, we're going to definitely have a conversation about it, and we'll throw it to some of the coaches that, that we um, have, I guess, in our mix, so to speak. Yeah, I've, I've gotten emails from Clarkston, Jenison, Woodhaven, even a, a Stevenson email, a Flint Powers email. It's all over the place. And, and Will Trage, he's leading the vote right now. And the winner of the online vote gets a 20% edge while he gets into the Final Four, yep. but has a 20% edge of winning the High School Hockey Player of the Year. And speaking of, I know we've touched a lot about Trage and Stevenson. Yeah. Can a goalie win this? Yes, they can. Um, it, well, I, I, I know it can happen, but, you know. Uh, um, you, you know, Listen, and I mean no disrespect when I say this. You and I talked about this a few years back, and I'm, I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, I think John Letheman was a guy when he was at Farmington, and they won Division Three. And we left him off the list. I, I, I think that John Letheman was a guy, if I had a do-over, mm-hmm. if I had a do-over, I, I might cast my vote for John Letheman. Um, we had to have it in before the Final Four was even secured mm-hmm. and so we've changed the way things are now folks but um and this was way before the this was before the quarterfinal yeah this against, is against, against you got it so it was one of those scenarios where I, I i mean as as the good lord is our witness i think john and i i because i was broadcasting but you and i were talking about it at at the the usa hockey arena that year and i remember vividly you and i going uh, Lethemon? Oops. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it was one of the, so, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a fluid process. We, you learn from your mistakes and everything, yeah. but I think that's the answer to can a goalie win it. I think the answer is absolutely positively yes. Mm-hmm. And John, you know what? Again, and I mean no disrespect to our eventual winner that year, I think John should have won it. Yeah. That's just my humble opinion. I think John should have won it. Yep. Yeah. We're about to wrap it up here on the State Champs Power Play Podcast. You can watch this at statechampsnetwork.com, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash statechampstv, and on our Facebook, and as all, you can listen to it on SoundCloud as well. Final thoughts, we're just a month away from the hockey playoffs. Mm-hmm. How do you see the rest of the season play out, the regular season? You know, there are two schools of thought, John. A lot of times you hear people say, well, it's the hot team going into the tournament. It could be. Um, I think a lot of times it is who's the team playing a bear of a schedule 
to get themselves ready for the playoffs. And I'll go back to last year. Um, the Pilots won the championship, as you well know, in Division Three, And no one talked about them. And Well, except for us. I remember yeah, us I, I, talking I, I, well, about Well, at them. the time. Yeah, yeah but their, their schedule down the stretch was atrocious. And I remember talking to their, their, their coach at the time, Coach Diskowski, and uh, he was really down after they lost to Stevenson. And he said, what a better way to get your team ready for the playoffs than to play a team that, you know, has the success and has been there and done that and everything. So, uh, John, it's interesting. It's almost like the old rest versus rust argument. Yep. Depends who you talk to. Yeah. I think this argument does the same thing. Would you rather be hot or would you rather be battle-tested coming in the playoff? We'll find out. Well, that's it for the State Champs Power Play podcast presented by National Coney Island. We're going to be talking next week about the MIHL Prep Hockey Showcase. Love One, it. The best in tra- – And it's in Trenton, one of the best in Michigan. We'll be talking about that and a few other topics here. Join us again next week. Bye.